Alright everybody and welcome back to another edition of The Last Stop We got another very special episode I hope everybody's excited, we have a special guest today We have the one and only Ugly New York himself, Rob in the building Rob, what's up? What's good? What's good? What's poppin'? It feels good to be back Bro, it's it's been way too long, you know? Mm-hmm. But we back. A lot, what was the last time I was here for? I forgot what I was doing. Now, if we're gonna, you know, if we're gonna be real about it, it was a couple uh-huh. months ago. Like, I want to say it was still cold outside. But if we're, you know, being, you know, the magician, pulling the wool over everybody's eyes, it was April third when I re-uploaded everything. So it depends on who you ask. Uh-huh, yeah. But the last stop is back. We're, you know, coming back better than ever. You just wanted to re-upload everything? No, 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 no. So what I did was I looked at all my old episodes and I was like, damn, this could be way better compared to what I see like other podcasters that I just started out. And I'm like, I Mm -hmm. know I can make this better. So I deleted everything. I was like, and especially with like me and my boys getting drunk and talking crazy. And then there was some episodes where the audio could have been better. I was like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to just re-edit everything. So yeah, starting you. over, you know, now we're bigger and better than ever. I'm broadcasted in over 27 countries right now, which is, which is crazy. It's, it's mad cool to find out people across the world listening to you right bro i don't even know how someone from pakistan listens to this like i can't fathom you be that out thought. here you just be out here shit travels bro bro i I, to- I said this on the last one but there was someone who told me he was like yo me and my students listen to your episodes to learn english and i think he was from he was from like serbia or something like that and i was like that's crazy because i would not like his listening to this because we'd be talking wild but he thought it was funny mm-hmm. and then he, there's other people that hit me up they're like oh i like what the music aspect to it you know you put us on to a lot of things and that that's what i wanted to do and the fact that it's working worldwide i feel like pitbull right now i'm about to throw on a white suit just to commemorate this moment <laughs> but enough about me this shit is always fire yeah enough about me let's talk about you recently you know Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you were sent to Twitter jail. You're back though, low key. It's not you with Twitter's ass. Kinda. It's not even jail, bro. I'm just like in limbo. They don't want to see me win. Well, I didn't even do anything. I use their own features and they still clip me. Well, yeah. Let's get into that. So, what exactly happened? Because once that happened so, to you, I had to go back and check to see if I was wilding, and apparently I have been. And I might be getting out of here for the same thing you've been doing. So it's like, all right, so I had like pretty much three, they give you like three strike rule. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're more lenient depending who you are. So basically like my first strike, somebody had reported a tweet I made cause I was beefing with some OG Tumblr girl. I'm not gonna point her out cause then if she searches this up, I gotta see her in my mentions. Yeah, we don't want So to. like somebody reported what I said to her and it wasn't even beast. It wasn't on some go kill yourself shit. I just said she looked at like a dusted piece of gum, <laughs> whatever. That was strike one, and somebody reported it. I don't know who, but they reported that thinking I'm like being way too mean or whatever. I'm like, I bet I'll take that. 
The second one happened the night of Wally Mania because all of my like jaded jokes got caught uh-huh. up and like Universal wasn't having it. <laughs> so they had sent the strikes out like, yo, you got to take this down, this time, the third. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I get suspended for like an hour or so. But like I can still see my timeline. I just couldn't tweet. Right. Like I was seeing everything, but I couldn't tweet. Now, did you did you think that it was like broken or something, or like your account was messed up or something like that? Like, how did you I know? I guess I don't know. Like I was tight. Like every time I try to tweet, it says, "Oh, I can't do that," or it was just sent straight to the drives. Mm. It didn't work until like I got home, so it wasn't even like a long type of suspension. Right. And then the third one, that's where they clipped me. That's where it comes down to Kanye West clipping. <laughs> what did what did you do to Kanye? Nothing. It deals with Kanye West, it deals with Alex Jones, and it deals with Jack from Twitter. Oh, the trifecta. Because it was some video it was some video that was on Twitter and then I had like used a feature where like you embed someone's video like to tweet like a link or whatever. Yeah. And it was a video of Alex Jones dancing to like Ultra Light Beam. <laughs> So I embedded the video and I'm like, oh, this is how Alex Jones feel knowing that YouTube and Jack won't ban him. It was a dumbass joke, but I get an email saying, yo, you have to take this down. And I'm like, what am I, What did I do now? And it's that fucking tweet from like two years ago, bro. That From two years ago. That's crazy. And then it was like, I woke up that day. And I remember the night before, people were like, oh, Twitter was unfollowing people for me. Oh, why does it say I have zero followers? And I thought it was happening to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. So I'm like, that. I'm trying to refresh my shit, and it wouldn't go. And then I tried to make a tweet, and it said I was suspended. I'm like, nah, no way. And then that's when I did the whole, like, appeal shit. And that shit, that shit itself is stupid. To appeal for a joke on using your own functions, like... That shit is dumb. But that that's the thing where I guess because he's the owner, he can literally do what he wants. And it- Yeah, but my thing is, alright. My thing is, you see all these big accounts do the same shit. And then I don't know if like I'm pretty sure everybody knows to to clear a song. Mm-hmm. That that shit is guap. Like that's not like twenty dollars, okay, you can use so and so second. That shit is money. I don't want to be that guy either. So was, but Complex does the exact same thing. Like the thing you got suspended for. That's what I was for, telling people. Because I see Complex, they don't post videos themselves. Yo, they take the videos from bro, other people. I was talking. I was talking to my homegirl about this. Like they don't. They don't make their own content. Their content is stealing other content. Yep. So it's like a lot of these like Twitter profiles, these verified accounts. They all do it. But I guess because they're verified, they'll get the they'll get the pass. But that's not even true because the Houston Rockets, their account got suspended for the same shit I was doing for using music. But I want that's what that's what I wanted to get into where like the best promotion is social media. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like Kid Cudi by Playboy Cardi had it just came out regular. With no, you know, snippets and then everybody making the jokes and everything and posting vids with, like, it'll be, like, funny-ass moments and then playing that song in the background. 
if that would have never happened, that song isn't as anticipated as anticipated as it is now. Cause now everybody wants that song to drop. It don't matter who, you know. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So it's like it's it's weird because it's like all right, I understand like the artist wants royalties and second the third, but chances are, whoever hears that joke or like the music that's in the joke you're about to make, they already know the song and they're gonna go stream it right after. Or somebody sees it and they're like, oh, wait, what's this song? You tell them, you still gonna get the stream because they're gonna listen to it on either YouTube or whatever. Like, that doesn't even so make it's like, sense. How is that bad? Like, if, if you're a label, that if that's the case, then they're gonna start going to clubs and telling the DJs, yo, you played our music, we want money from it. It's it's just that's promotion. What I'm and then even then, now, look, like what happened recently, uh, SoundCloud and Title, they're on Serato. So it's like those DJs could play that music and they'll still get that stream. Mm hmm. So it's like, why wouldn't you allow that on Twitter? Like, just let them promote the music. It's free promotion. Like, you're not paying anything. Even Instagram does it. You could do it with your stories, but they do do that with the uh, with the post though. If you make a post and there's music playing in the background, Instagram deletes mm-hmm. it. Because that happened to me one time. I've heard that happen too. I even I don't I don't do that. I just put music. I don't like make music like video things. Yeah. But. Did you ever see that episode of Atlanta with the the white lady where she was crying over Paperboy's music being played? Yeah. So one time, right? I found that Instagram account and I saved the story and then I posted it. Mm-hmm. Did you know that FX owns that Instagram story? They own it. Yeah. So I posted that and I was like, yo. This is like I just because my boy Brian he makes music so I was like this is what people will say when they hear Brian's music uh-huh. and I posted that on Instagram. Instagram took mm-hmm. it down and sent me an email saying FX saw it and filed a claim against this post so we had to take it down. And I was like, how do you own a post from a social media account that you guys created? That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> like. Like I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start violating. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to go out and make like the best content ever, and if anybody takes it, mm-hmm. I'm just taking that shit. Like if I see like comp, remember that post I did with Gunna, where it was like that lady sitting yeah. down. That thing got like mm-hmm. I, right now it's at like three million insights, like between views and retweets and everything like that. And that was like me, yeah, not, like making a joke that I was just bored one day. So, like, if other, like, big people started posting it, if I wanted to, I can get it taken down from their, their page, which makes no sense. This shit is dumb. And there there I has hate, to be something internet. else, bro. There there has to be, like, another... I don't know. I feel like I was just too popping. Like, they knew I was just too popping. Yes. And I'm a humble person, but, but I would like to say I was popping. But that happens. Because you, you were getting a lot of, like, interactions with... You could say anything. And then people would, you know, react mm-hmm. to it and, and comment and everything. So it's yeah. mo- it's more of a, you, you, you're too hot. That was your problem. You were too pop. And then they were was, like, all right, we got we to gotta calm this noise down. I got down. too fast. I was on my 50 cent shit. Yeah. too quickly. It was, it's like paid in full. Well, but with but like, I didn't, I never took it as I was being popping. I was just talking shit. If anything, I was more genuine. Than... They don't want that either. Niggas clipped me because I was too real. That's what it was. They wasn't ready for that. They're not ready for any of that. And I'm dead trying to get my shit back. Like, I had to do the whole appeal shit. Yeah. So, like, on the appeal, they tell, they show you what 
you like the tweet that was it for them to suspend you or whatever mm-hmm. and then um they give you pretty much a copy and paste answer to send a counter notice they just ask for you to like your name your address like the the email attached to this account whatever. which is weird and then you super weird for you to send all of that information yeah so it's like then you have to wait and then they'll tell you okay we got it if so and so doesn't respond or send another counter notice within 10 days we'll clear everything out so that's where it fucked me up so i did my notice they said okay we got it if so so doesn't respond within 10 days or summons the court whatever i'm like summons the court like it's just a video like it's never that serious who's in charge of even seeing any of this yeah like and then then i think it was about to be like the 10th day nothing happened so i'm like waiting for my account to get unlocked and while suspended i got hit with another copyright oh my god from a tweet from two years ago the same person it was some it was the ifp whatever because like they showed me a list of all the tweets that used the music that was in the video mm-hmm. and then it, my shit was there and it was like a couple hundred other people's twitters well the amount i'm like are you fucking serious and like how do i get and then it was like yo uh we need you to delete this but i'm like how i'm suspended i can't delete what you want me to sus- delete like, they just playing with you now what sense does that make they playing and then I had sent the other counter notice and they said I filed it wrong. And I'm just like, how, bro? Like, it's copy and paste. There's no way I fucked that up. I wonder what is their what is their end game with doing things like that? Like, what are they really trying to, you know, what are they? They're trying to, it's basically censoring people. So you can't say anything yeah, to anybody. That's what it is. Unless it's like they're, they're homegrown. I would say like their homegrown accounts or whatever because it'd be people that nobody knows and they have verified checks and it's like they get away with mad shit but like people that are up and coming giving out content that make your app popping y'all getting suspended left and right yeah like my boy levante right he got suspended mm-hmm. forever on his first strike which is so funny because i'm the reason he even yeah i'm the reason he even saw the tweet that he responded to so there was like a couple months ago there was like a bunch of people that were posting things about like celebrities kids and like they were saying things like oh i can't wait till they grow up because they're gonna be so fire so levante Mm -hmm. right he saw it and he was like yo if y'all talk like that again i'm gonna beat the shit out of you and your family and Twitter looked at him, <laughs> and they were like, nah, you got to get out of here. And he's been permanently suspended yeah. for that. Yeah, like, they don't, um, they'll suspend you for the fuck shit. Like, simple dumb shit like that. And then you could be a Nazi, but it's all clear. That's what I'm, they you didn't even the suspend most, the people who You can say the most M that. shit ever, and they'll let you rock. Me, I fucking make a dumb joke. I'm suspended. I don't even know why I have another Twitter account. Cause like now that I have this shit, it's just boring. Yeah, like it's not the like, same. I gotta get everybody back. Like it's cool, cause like oh yeah, niggas miss me, but it's just dumb, boring. Wait, so were you still able to see who you were following before on your old account? On my old account, while suspended, uh, for other people, like my friends was like, "Yo, why you blocked me?" I'm like, "I ain't block you. I got suspended." <laughs> so like people either show up as blocked 
or um, I unfollowed them. But like, I can't refresh my timeline, but I can see my mentions. So anytime everybody was like, free Ugly New York, free Rob, I saw it. I just couldn't respond to it. Wow. That Well, it's wild because I remember I posted that Playboy Cardi gif where he turns into a girl. And then yeah. I was like, the the caption was like, uh, you were the one that 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 foresaw Snapchat doing that filter before anybody else, and then like <laughs> a couple minutes later, that's when you made the new account. So I was like, oh shit, it's lit. So I thought I thought you were yeah. I only back. made it because I got bored at work. I mean, I, I went to I'm your like, job on Saturday, and I was like, I went in there and then I walked right out. I was like, yo, this is too much. Like uh, in Soho on a Saturday, it's not it's not the vibe at all it's never the vibe bro never i ain't even know what to I'm do too old for that go home that's all you should do unless you go into like a specific store just go to that store and go home there's no reason to be in so walk 10 miles that day bro nigga said 10 miles you're bugging like for what so i was like i need something new i don't know what it is but it has to be new like a new pair of sneakers maybe a new shirt Maybe some new crisp jeans from How to Make It to America. Something new, you know? Fuck that show. Yo, we're gonna, we're gonna get into that because I heard your hot takes on uh, on chatting with Nelson. I was like, hold on, I gotta I gotta gotta get into it with him. Shout out to Nell. Yeah, big it's shout out. It's not even to a him. hot take. It's just like real facts. Like that show was fucking stupid. The funniest part about that show was how easy it was for them to get money from other people, and not like a little bit, like ten thousand dollars. Every episode ended with them going, yo, we need $10,000 to do this next shit. And they would get it by the, end. It. By the end. They'll be like, yo, bro, look at what I found in my pocket. $10,000. <laughs> and then the, it my would just My shit was, end. if you got that, you were better off just making like shirts and hoodies and jeans. Well, that's the, the, so the premise of the show, let's just get into it now. The premise of the show was two friends who they, they were always trying to find something to come up on. Like, they tried to sell the skateboards, and they brick. Nobody brought a single uh, fucking skateboard. And then they went to go buy, like, some denim to flip, and they ended up copying some... Wait, some leather to flip, and then they ended up copying some denim. I don't know how you go in looking for, for leather and then copying denim. And then they were like, oh, we have this long-ass roll of denim. Let's make some jeans. And He doesn't even make jeans. He makes a jean. One pair. The, the, the nigga made pair. one sample. And he didn't even like it because it was like a high-waist, straight-cut jeans. I was looking. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a disgusting pair of pants looking back at that show. <laughs> that was a nasty pair of that's pants. That's a disgusting pair like, it was fucking stupid. All right. You know that the, the jeans that he ends up making, Supreme made those jeans. Did they make them after the show or they made them like before? It was beforehand. Oh, my God. That's even funnier. You can look this up. Like the jeans, like the way the way he stitches crisp and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Supreme already did that. Like it's based off a jean that Supreme made. Oh, my God. And, that, and then it blows my even more because at that era, it was like really the height of like niggas was just like if you knew you knew but then more people were getting into streetwear even if you look at kid cuddy on there kid cuddy was bait yeah, head but to he toe was the selling point he was the selling point this is what i was telling Nell. it was like they only put kid cuddy in that show 
because they knew he was rocking that and he was the selling point. He was a dog walking like, you drug see, dealer. At that time, at that time, I'm like the biggest Kid Cudi fan. I'm like, oh, it's Kid Cudi. I'm gonna watch this for Kid Cudi. And then he barely has a big ass part besides smashing the girl that his boy dubbed. Which is, I think, in and the next, it's in like the second season. Because in the first season, he's just that friend that's like, hey, I know these two girls yeah, and they're at this up. at this he club. Just, yeah, he just pops up and knows mad people. Second season, he has a bit of a more like of a role, but it's not even that big of a role. Mm-hmm. But that that was the problem. I was I was watching that show because me and my boys, I forgot what we were doing, but we were like, "Yo, let's just watch How to Make It in America," and we ended up watching like the that's not fir- how you make it. The first season, and every episode, we would just sit there and go, "Yo, if you looked at me and said, "Yo, can I get ten thousand dollars to make a pair of jeans?" We look at you super sideways, like what? <laughs> like, and and the things they were trying to sell on that show, like how do you go in trying to sell a pair of jeans and you sell the T-shirt that you're wearing? Like nobody has ever looked at me and gone, "Yo, that's a cool T-shirt. Did you make it? I want to buy ten thousand of them." Never in the history of the show, world. they had to lie. Bro, that, uh, how do you even go? I mean, from I guess like jeans to shirts. The trials and tribulations, I guess, is is what happens. Because when you're dealing with fashion people, you're going through mad bullshit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, like none of this would have happened. It definitely won't happen now. Well, now it should be, I want to say, a little way more easier because of social media and the connects you make mm-hmm. and literally just saying hi to niggas in stores. Like, they'll help you if you're nice. Yeah, like, all you have not to do is know the right person, and it's it's mm-hmm. over. Your whole thing just started. They're not going to give me 10 racks, but it's like, I'll give you some info. Not 10 racks, though. That happened in one episode, though. There was this one jean designer. He was, like, the most famous one. And they went up to him. They were like, oh, can you, you know, put us on with the people you work with? And he was like, nah, but I can get coffee with you and hear out what you're trying to do. I was like, that's pretty realistic. Yeah, that's, it. that's all you really need. Nobody's ever gonna give you the keys to the to the whip. Especially if like you're doing that. the same thing I'm doing. I'm gonna give you some advice. I'm not gonna give you Feel the me? platform. Exactly. That's you know, that's what that's like what Instagram did with you. They were like, yo, we're gonna tell you what you did wrong. We're not gonna let you tweet again though. Fuck them. I don't even wanna tweet anymore. Like, you see, my tweets don't even hit. I suck. Just mad emo. I suck. (laughs) Nah, it's not. Like, on some some real shit, it's just not even fun now. I miss my old account. I'll get it back, though, somehow. But, I don't know. Listen, the way you and Amp be talking about getting the account back, I know it's possible. Amp says he knows the guy. I might, you know, I might have to put the bid in, let him know. You gotta get free, too, you know? We're right. trying to get you both out of here. It's like Rowdy and Bobby, but with Twitter. <laughs> All right. Another thing I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. the summer is officially starting. Like now, even though New York is like mid 70s, low 80s, it still yeah. feels like so, like prime summer hours. Like it's 70 degrees outside, but it's hot as hell. Uh-huh. So what, what would it take for you to have a lit summer like what is your ideal summer my idea of summer yeah well i'm like very work orientated oh so if i got money on me 
and I know I'm cool, I'm straight. Like, seeing my friends flourishing. I don't know, like, I'm, I don't really, like, expect things in the summer. Because if you go expecting something, uh-huh. it's never going to happen. Or, like, it'll happen, just not the way you expect it to happen. I've seen a lot of people, like, posting summer bucket list type shit. And I was looking, I'm like, that's a job. You, you, that means you have to get something done all the time. And you're not even going to have fun yeah. if you're trying to make sure that you get it done. <laughs> all I want from this summer is to wear silk at least once every weekend. That's all I want from this. To wear what? I just want to wear mad silk. Like oh, if, if you see me with white silk pants, don't don't say nothing. Just know I'm doing it. <laughs> just know I'm doing and it. And I went deep into my closet and I found eight rugbies. And just know I'm wearing them. It don't matter where I'm going to any baby shower, any event, yeah. I'm wearing a rugby. That's it. I don't know. I don't know. This summer is, uh, well, for me personally, like this summer, I hope a lot of things change mm-hmm. for me. So, like, I hope I get shit popping, I get shit moving. Because, like, obviously I'm not podcasting no more. I just make cameos and shit. Yeah, yeah, like this one. But I have, I have other shit on the way and I just hope it pops the way I want to but I'm just not going to speak it into that big of an existence because then it might not yeah you can't you can't and announce gonna, the moves not, too I'll soon tell you, I'll tell you like off air what I want to do yeah I don't want to say it here because the niggas going to jack the sauce Facts. like everybody does like I fathered niggas <laughs> you don't want someone in Norway jacking your whole you know your whole movie. yeah so that's going to that's gonna blow my shit so it's like I don't know if anybody's like really stole my twitter sauce if anybody's done that feel free to flourish just know where you got it from i see a lot of people tweeting similarly ever since you ever since you were gone i was like all right this was you know on rob's flow you they were tweeting what they were tweeting just the way you would type you know the the same tweets and mannerisms you would do i saw a lot of sauce being taken it was the the playboy cardi jacking the way, like, they would take it the way you would. And I'd be there. I'm like, yo, this isn't, this isn't you. Oh, I don't know. I, being off the timeline for, like, what, two weeks was trash. So yeah. I don't really know what happened. I saw, I saw a lot of people back. jacking that they were Ecuadorian. <laughs> you know? I'm like, I'm the, me and Rob are the only two Ecuadorians I know, if we being real about it. Haven't met another one since. My homie Chavi's Ecuadorian. You'll meet him. Oh, look look at that. Yo, we come in numbers apparently. Does he have a beard as well? Kenneth is Ecuadorian. Oh. Huh? Does he, I'm saying, yo, does he have a beard? Cause only uh, real Ecuadorians have the thick beards, you know? Uh nah, Chavi don't have a beard Damn. beard. He is We gonna you've get seen, you've see, probably seen him, bro. We're gonna get the role game for him. Chavi. Next time I, next time I see him I'm gonna get him some role game for him. Gonna get that beard flourishing. <laughs> I should have I should have shaved my beard when I got off Twitter and came back. Oh, I'm doing that. Different me. I'm doing that the next nah, time I'm, I go to the barbershop. Just know. I'm not I'm not shaving. I'll lower it, but I won't shave. Last time I shaved, I looked like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and then I looked at old pictures of me in like high school and like early college. I didn't really have like a beard beard. Yeah. I'm like, damn. How did I even like? How was women fucking? Yeah. <laughs> like. For me in high school, when I when I just like started figuring out how to do my facial hair, 
Cause I didn't have no facial hair until I went to raise and they made me shave. And then it just started growing in randomly. So then I had a thick beard every single week that I had to shave off. And by the summertime, I was like, all right, what's the moves? So instead of growing out my beard, <laughs> I would <laughs> I would have a goatee. And I thought that the goatee was a, super fine. I didn't have a goatee. I just had like the chin and then the sash. Bro, I'm never doing a goatee ever again in my life. I don't know what I was doing. And then <laughs> after after high school, then I was like, all right, I'm going to just start growing it out full steam ahead. Like there was one whole year where I didn't shave. And then mm-hmm. looking back at that, I'm like, that was terrible. I got the only... I used to have... I had my beard and like, I would like shape it up, but it wasn't like... It connected, but it wasn't on like the way it is now. Yeah. And then like one day I just woke up and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> and then this is what happened. Not my beard now always like connected beard though. Was... Like it's a it's a gift where I had I went from nothing to everything, and all because I had to shave. But now now I'm looking I'm like yo there was one summer where I had the beard like it was like a half maybe even a one on the barber, and then I had mm-hmm. curly hair. I might go back to that because it was super. I felt fast and acrobatic with that with that combo. Huh. You can't have curls I don't know, bro, and a long beard. I might switch the swag up. I might go blonde. I don't know the vibe right now. That I was thinking about doing that too, but if I'm scared that if I do, I'm gonna have to go bald right after, cause I don't want to damage yeah. the hair. So if it go, if it goes, I, the top of the head gotta go, and I'm not ready to commit to the baldness yet, you know. Now, I'm probably just gonna get a one. Bro. Like I'm gonna do it, and then if I'm really not fucking with it. I'm going to just let it grow for a bit. Try to see what it look like with longer hair. Mm-hmm. If not, I'll just get the one. Yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to bring the curls back out for the summer. <laughs> Yo, shout out to my barber, too. He just had a kid. Yo, shout out to you, Nestor. That's shout my guy. Yo, he he's the first person to ever put Beijing on my head. And <laughs> this... <laughs> The, the way you look in the mirror when you have Beijing on is exactly like that video with the dude laughing. Like, <laughs> I had to rub my hands together and everything. I gotta ask my barber to see what he says if I should do the blonde. He's probably gonna tell me no, but he's gonna, he, he might just be like, you know what, fuck it, do it, bro. Yo, if, but do you, who tells you, like, who would you go to to get the blonde? Would you go to the barber or would you go to, like, someone else? No funny shit. I told my mom to do it. <laughs> She's oh, man. and then she was like, "Yo, why don't you just get like the spray or something?" But I'm like, "Nah, cause what if the spray comes out orange? I'm gonna look like the ill dickhead." Yo, you about to pop out looking like. But it JT? wasn't like it wasn't like I was gonna make my whole head blonde. It was just the top, and the sides will stay like my regular color. The top blonde. Also, awesome real tumbler shit. Like, I'm bringing that back. <laughs> <laughs> the top blonde with the dark sides. That'd be something. That'd be a look. Feel me? I'm out here. Let's start the poll. Yeah. If niggas say so. I'm with it. I'll do it. Yeah. If y'all want to see, if y'all want to see Rob go blonde on the top and dark on the sides, let them know. Let them know if we should cut our beards. Let us know. You know. Yeah. I'm not cutting my beard. That's. <laughs> you could do that. I ain't doing that. I'll shape my shit up. I'm trying to get the warlock beard by like December. Oh yo, 
with that beer, you just know you that. have to you have to chug beers whenever you know you go out. I hope you know that. I'm with it. I'll, I'll train too. <laughs> I'm, I might I have got to like too. a whole case in the trunk. I'm training. Yo, I have this thing called a beer stick, where it's like a a syringe, but it's a giant version of a syringe where it can hold a cup of beer. I think two cups of beer. And then Nigga, what? Yeah, and then you just like push it and you have to chug the beer just like that. I met the guy who uh-huh. invented it in Mexico and we outdrank him, so he sent us a free one for the podcast. Yeah. So shout out to Beer Stick. They're kind of a sponsor, but not really. I think they're buy one, get one That's free fire. too. Yeah, them shits are twelve dollars on Amazon. I'm capping for them. So if y'all want if y'all if y'all like to hardcore drink, go cop one of those. Um, before we get out of here, I just wanted to, you know, quick hits on a couple topics. Let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger getting drop kicked? <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I was in tears at work because it's like, yo, how you drop kick Arnold? Like, what Arnold do to you? Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, the backstory. The nigga said, uh. <laughs> Oh, Arnold! <laughs> the, the, I was in tears. The backstory is that the kid went up to go say what's up to Arnold and get a picture, and his security guard dubbed him. So <laughs> he went back and drop kicked him, even though it wasn't Arnold that his, he didn't even say no. Bro. He didn't e- and then the, when the second angle came out, and he like you just see him eat that shit and turn around thinking that like somebody bumped into him or something. Bro, mm-hmm. I almost fainted on the floor. Cause how do you drop kick somebody and they're unfazed? Shout out to Arnold, and then he got a movie on the way. That new Terminator, that shit is trash. I'm watching it off the stream for that drop kick. Like I feel like I they're gonna they're gonna go online. back and re-edit it and add a drop kick on there. Yo, if he gets drop kicked in that movie, I'ma just cry. <laughs> And that kid predicted the future. Just know Triple H. Remember, he did that WrestleMania entrance. So. This ties in. This is the storytelling that is professional wrestling, you know? <laughs> um, Another quick hit. What did you think of Young Thug featuring Travis Scott and J. Cole, uh, their new song, The London? How are you feeling? Um, that? I like Thug's verse. J. Cole ain't need to be on that. I don't know why he there. Uh, Travis is like hit and miss on hooks. It's like sometimes it's fire. And it's like, why don't you just give a regular verse, bro? You don't need to do the hook like that. And that was... I'm happy Young Thug is getting a rollout. That's cool. It reminds me of uh, when I think Barda 6 came out. That was like the last yeah. really big pushed Young Thug album. Shout out to Barda 6. That's a classic. Uh, super classic. Anyone who says it's not a classic is, is, is a liar. I think the big only one cappers. is Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne might be the only one saying that's not a classic. Nah, I've seen people say it's not a classic. But all MVP, I, I don't know. It, it just be like niggas that listen to J. Cole. So. But I was also going to bring that up. J. Cole should have never got on this song. If they really wanted it to pop off. Because this sounded just mm-hmm. like Can't Take a Joke, but but like sped up a little bit. Maybe yeah. maybe you call in Drake and be like, yo, let's make, you know. What was that song they did on, on More Life where it was the, them three? Travis and, and and Young Thug, Ice Melts, was that it? Yeah, Ice Melts, and he was on Portland. Yeah, and Portland, they all flowed on that together. So why don't you make that call? 
what does J. Cole have to do with London? I've never seen him in London. Like, Drake is in London right now chilling on his jet or whatever, you know? You make that call. You don't make the J. Cole call. Mm-hmm. Especially with the... J. Cole just made a My whole album about Portland, drugs. Was sacrifices. Oh, was yeah, sacrifice. Travis was on Portland. And he, he floated. He floated. He had a better verse than Drake. Exactly. So that's when you call in... You, how do you make a song called The London and not call in Drake? He's... That's his thing. That's his pocket. Is what Drake is an amb- he's a he's an ambassador for London now. Yeah, yo, he's the boy. Top boy. The top boy. There you Cause go. The to- Cause the top boy. Yo, he <laughs> Drake caps for everybody but Canada until the Raptors are in the playoffs. That and then any other time he's like, yo, I'm Jamaican. I'm from New York. Look at me in French. With- Let him rock. He evolving. Yo, when I when I went to go see him live, he said him and French Montana are brothers, like twins. And I was like, yo, are you really? Y'all twins? I mean, they make good records together. Only when Drake wants to diss somebody. Because the only time they get on music together is when they want to diss somebody. Okay, I can see that. You know, you got Stay Scheming. Yeah, he diss Common. Yeah, uh, what's that? No Stylist. And then there was another mm-hmm. one. Oh, the one where he dissed Joe Budden. No Shopping. Three yeah. for three on disses from Drake still and good French records. Montana. Oh, they're, still fun records. they're all like summer records too. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only time French is hot in the summer. Yeah, you know, even though PNB Rock took his record and ran with it in the streets, I, I was fucking I don't like his version. He's a very nice guy. I liked him way more after meeting him than before. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know, it's like I just can't get into him. Like he'll have tracks I kind of like, mm-hmm. but I really can't. He's not a full album guy for me though. There's only I can only find like like what you said, a couple songs here and there. Mm-hmm. And then with that being said, to wrap this all up, DJ Khaled's album, Mister, a couple songs here and there, and that's it. Cause he took he took that's all of Khaled's albums, bro. He took like seventy five people, put them on this album, and came out with mid. See, look, all right. So it's like his albums be overcrowded, and there's always at least I want to say three to four songs that are good. Mm-hmm. But that's not including the ones that's on the radio, right? It's like the songs that don't make the radio, they're good. But they're always overcrowded, but he can never really lose. It's because those songs that are on the radio bumping get so big that it don't mm-hmm. even matter what he has on the album. And that, that's, that's what I saw from, from this album. Even though the songs that are on the radio from this album were already on the radio. Like, um... Top Off with Jay-Z. He ended the album with all those songs that hit the radio. Yeah, Top Off was in there. And... I took a top of the I hate that song. <laughs> oh. It'd have been more fire if it was just Future, because, you know, Future wrote Beyonce's verse, so... Yeah, and then, you know, you got Jay-Z talking about who knows what. Even, I feel like that song is, like, three years old. I don't know how it's on this album. But the only good songs on here <laughs> is Wish Wish with Cardi B and 21 Savage. Um, the song with Big Sean, uh, Thank You, and then Big Boy Talk yeah, with Jeezy and Rick Ross, where all they do is for like two minutes, two, maybe 2.45, all they do is talk mm-hmm. about cocaine and how they pushed it and put everybody onto cocaine. Like, apparently, like, Jeezy I and like Rick the Ross, song. They, they invented cocaine. 
the Nipsey song was nice, yeah. but I saw I like what the they Nipsey were doing song. with it. Yeah, it's kind of weird though, cause it kind of sounds like that song sounds like it's like a passing song. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's so weird. It's a really good song, but it's so weird at the same time. It was also very like a cryptic song. Cause like when when Nipsey yeah. gets into that second verse, he talks about shooting somebody in broad daylight, and I was like, oh mm-hmm. man, like it's scary, bro. R.I.P. Nipsey. Yeah, R.I.P. Nipsey. Marathon continues. That's what. That's suck. when I felt like they should have taken that out and maybe put in a guest verse where it stays to that message that they were trying to get across in his first verse. Yeah, he kept it on the tape though, cause I think he said, Kyle was like, any streams that come from that song is going straight to like Nipsey's family. Mm-hmm. You, which so, which is a great cool. thing. That was like a great you know gesture and yeah. everything like that. And then like YG's tape that just came out, part of it is going towards Nipsey's fam too. Oh oh I didn't know that. Oh shout yeah, out to YG. Yeah he said it in an interview. See th- that's what I like. I like the people you know reaching out and and doing what they can instead of because an Instagram post does absolutely nothing for nobody. You know actually mm-hmm. reach out and do something for somebody. And that was that was pretty cool. Facts. Um, but everything else, like the songs with Chris Brown and Lil Wayne, we've heard those songs seven years ago when they did it the first time. It's the same album every year, just two, three more different songs. And DJ Khaled, he can't make a reggae or a dancehall record to save his life. Because that first intro song with Buju Banton, Movado, Sizzla, and 070 yeah. Shake, the song mm-hmm. was cool until they got 070 Shake randomly in there just yelling. And just like saying my blessings for 70 minutes. All of a sudden, I'm like, you have three Jamaican legends and then 070 Shake for no reason. So Mm. that's when I realized she was an industry plant. Because I'm like, there's no reason for her to even be on there. So between that and that Kanye song that she was on, that was the only good thing that. Oh, and she did To Mm. the Sky. To the Sky with Fabulous was fire. But to me, she only got... What does Shake do now? Nothing? She be, you know, annoying celebrities. Like, I, there was a video with her she and Kid an- Cudi. She be annoying celebrities. Bro, there was a video of her and Kid Cudi. And she was like, oh, when you said this one line, this is how I thought of it. And you just see Kid Cudi going, yeah, that's not really what I meant by that. But yeah, I'm glad you feel that way. I'm like, yo, <laughs> just be cool. You on a private jet right now. You don't gotta, you know, you don't gotta be weird. Mm. But not a lot came out from this album. It was like four songs out of the fifteen. But you're gonna. It's Khaled. You really shouldn't go. You really shouldn't be going in expecting a classic. That's that's my problem because nobody has really released music this year. Mm-hmm. It's been. I'm like, yo, somebody has to do something. So whenever an album drops, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be the one. And then I listen to it. I'm like, this shit is fucking trash. Yeah, don't do that. Then you're gonna be setting up for disappointment. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Sade lately. Just going back to listen, old shit. Dialit is still a classic. Just go listen to that I, again. I go back to Dialit every month just to sit there and be like, wow, this really came out in my lifetime. They need to give Cardi his flowers while he's still here. He deserves like an honorary Grammy award or something for changing just the game in general, you know? But they're not ready for that conversation. But one day we're gonna. I'm glad though. What I'm glad with, with Cardi, mm-hmm. I'm glad that like he still kind of keeps his SoundCloud aura. 
Oh, because I remember on SoundCloud, like niggas was just fiending for Cardi. Mm-hmm. Had the snippets on deck. They would listen to the shittiest of quality snippets, and like they're still doing it now. Like when we had like the the Kid Cudi shit, niggas running back the low quality. And then there, there's that, so what wild. is it, Young Nudie? Is Young Nudie on that version where that's like the most CD yeah, quality? I don't, I don't really, I love Young Nudie, but I don't like the one with Young Nudie on it. I hate that version, to be honest. She gets me dumb to hate. The Nudie List version is the best version. She calling me crack. Is it? <laughs> the baby voice. It gets me every time. It took me a while to adjust to it. But my brain cells finally advanced. They just not ready for that. They not nobody's ready for anything new. They'd rather be stuck with the same old shit because they're comfortable. And then here comes Cardi changing the game. Shout out to Cardi, bro. He was like, "Oh, Jay Z, you trying to do that big boy talk with 444? I'm bringing it back to baby conversations. Only Cardi could get away with that and make it fire." Right, but Listen, Jay-Z likes Cardi. That's all you need to know. That's a fact. That's a fact because I think they put him on their like summer playlist like last year or something like that. Yeah, he did. And then, fuck. He said location was an inspiration for one of his songs. <laughs> I think it's something like that. That's, it was on Tidal. That's crazy. Like, you know how Tidal gives you the, uh, uh, the background of shit? Yeah. He mentions Cardi, location. It's just, he's just out here, bro. He was the best part of Tyler's album too, which I think everybody's gassing. He was the best part of Solange's album. Tyler, Tyler's being gassed. Like, he's gonna be that music that's gonna be played in cookouts in 40 years where people are gonna be like, Y'all don't know nothing about this. And then that's they play. Me and be like, Y'all don't know about this. Yeah, Y'all with the Birkenstock sandals. You're gonna, exactly. You're gonna see me with one AirPod in. <laughs> <laughs> With my gray brims. Yo, I don't even want to know what brims are going to look like in 40 years. Because the world wasn't even ready for when the green and the gray brims were out. It took us, it had to take us getting black nasties to really appreciate them. I've been through it all. I'm here, I'm now. I'll never forget the first time I wore black nasty. I got roasted on the 12th. It was regular, and then the first time I wore the gray, green... It, w- it wasn't regular for me, though. I was on the 12 bus on my way to school. No, I was on the 22 bus because I was going to Castle Hill. And I'm sitting there. I got my LeBron. I think I was wearing LeBron 8s or LeBron 7s. And I had the matching Yankee hat, but it was a black nasty. And this girl came mm-hmm. up to me and she was like, yo, what are you wearing? I was like, oh, these things? And I looked at my LeBrons. I was like, oh, these, are- these just came out. What you mean? She's like, no, on your oh, hat. These things? That's beast. <laughs> I'd have got off the bus right there. Uh, and then she, oh, was like, these things? she was like, no, on your head, you're wearing a black nasty. And everybody flamed <laughs> me for that 30 minute, that trip from Fordham to Castle Hill. And I was like, you know what? Let me go back. I had to return the hat <laughs> that I already wore. And I to, oh, you know where I caught that hat from? Um, where? I think it's called like Mr. Jesus. It's across the street from the Boston Market. Something jeans, city jeans. City jeans. I copped the black Nancy from city jeans. Mm. Went right back, returned that shit. And then I had to Google <laughs> what's a gray brim. I'm like, what do they mean, gray brim? What's this green? 
And I was like, are they really talking about the under of the hat? And then I I did, suck, I did some more research. Apparently, black nasties are the best thing for heat because it absorbs the heat and dispels it. So we're dying wearing these gray brims, but we're doing it for fashion. So does it really matter? <laughs> it's all in the name of fashion. But this was a really good episode. I'm glad you pulled through. Yo, thank you for having me. We're definitely gonna connect soon. You know, we might have to do a live yeah. episode from City from City Island. You know, maybe Orchard Beach. Mm-hmm. We'll reconnect on that, and we'll see. Um, what was the the new projects you're gonna be working on? Can't wait to see those. Yeah, hopefully it's gonna be fire. It'll come out soon. I'm put my all into it. Uh, I plan to go the distance with that. When do you have like a time frame of when you're gonna be doing what you're gonna be doing? No. Oh, it's just gonna no. be. I don't want to give myself a time frame and then I'm like rushing to do shit. Yeah, yeah, I feel. So it. when it drops, just be there. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before we uh, get out of here? Uh, if you guys ever want to like chat, have me on your podcast, you can hit me up on IG at Ugly New York. You can hit me up on my side Twitter for the moment while my other shit gets cleared at Ugly New Yorker. Uh, shout out to Nelson. Shout out to The Forecast. Go listen to The Forecast podcast. Go listen to Chatting with Nelson. I hope people continue to listen to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I still owe you that mix. I just got to find time to like set aside and get in my zone. Oh, it's going to be crazy. We already had, if you're listening to this now, the episode before this was Eve's uh, mix from the Black Announce Table, and he went off for about two hours. So I hope y'all enjoyed that before listening to this. If not, go back and tune into that. But yeah, anything mm-hmm. uh, anything else? And, um, and uh, I don't know. This summer, I just hope everybody finds what they need to do in life, make sure everything is straight. Don't ever stress something that's out of your control. Facts. And uh, let's get this money. Let's get this bread. Big facts. Shout out to Playboy Cardi. Oh, big shout outs. And don't be out here wearing no black Nazis, please. Don't be like me on yeah, the 22 man. bus with these old things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to follow me, um, I'm Last Out Manny on everything. So uh, go check that out. And yeah. That's a wrap. Have a good one. Peace, love. Follow me on all social medias. I'm out here. Facts. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the last stop on the